0: Hi, I'm Carrie, And I'm Molly. And you're listening to a special bonus episode of the Two Sisters Sisters on Adventures podcast. So as you all know, Memorial Day weekend is coming up and something that happens around Memorial Day is a lot of out deer, uh, out deer, there's so many deer out there. (laughs) A lot of outdoor brands have a lot of sales on gear around this time. We've been getting a lot of flyers. And so Molly and I thought this would be the perfect opportunity to do what's in our pack as a little podcast. This is going to be pretty detailed as to what we specifically use. And we just want you to know some of these um, pieces are a little bit more on the pricey side, but we didn't buy them all at once. We found items that we needed and we bought them and we're going to have a section for budget items that we started with because I just always want to say if you have gear that you already like, and that you already love and use just keep using that gear there's no reason to have the newest most exciting thing you'll hear one of our our down jackets that we use are from 2018 and 2019 and so just don't feel pressured to keep up with everyone I know that money is tight for a lot of people these days but if you are in the market for any of these new items and you want to use something that's been tried and true for us then we've got the episode for you. And we'll give a disclaimer that all the products that we're going to talk about are ones that we have used extensively and we found them to be reliable and we absolutely love them. So that's why we're reviewing them. And at this time, we have no relationship with any of these companies. So we're speaking candidly about the gear that we use and we're wanting to put this out there to help you just upgrade or kind of finalize the kit that you're going to use for this summer of through hiking. And once again, like I feel like we've been building what we use for years and we found things that we definitely didn't like. And Mm -hmm. I think we're kind of hitting our stride when it comes to the gear that we use. And hopefully you'll take some of our considerations. And there will be a moment where we will ask you for any of your recommendations on a couple of items because we have not found good ones for backpacking for ourselves personally yet. So we'll just tell you what you use or what we use and you can tell us what you use. And we'd like to also announce that we're gonna be doing a giveaway associated with this podcast. It's completely sponsored by Molly and myself, not by anyone else. We're gonna be giving away three $25 REI gift cards. And you can share a post the post about this podcast to either your Instagram story or Facebook page, and also like either our Facebook page or our Instagram page to enter. And So this giveaway is gonna run through June 6th, which we recognize is after the time that these sales are gonna end, but we figure that way it can be like you got an extension of a sale Mm -hmm. for one of those items that you missed, or you can use it the next time that there's a sale because invariably there's sales around 4th of July, there's sales around Labor Day, there's sales that are just for the end of summer. So we hope that you guys can use those to get items that you love. And you have to be 18 or older to enter and if you, um, if you share your story or Facebook page, sorry, if you share our, this post to your Instagram story or your Facebook page, just also send us a screenshot of that and our messages as well, because sometimes privacy settings make it so that we can't see that and we don't want to miss anybody. You can see the details of this giveaway in the show notes for this podcast. And our Instagram and Facebook are both two sisters on adventures and they start with the number two. So let's just dig into the fun stuff. Mm -hmm. So the first thing that we have, not technically in our pack, is our pack. (laughs) We have the Hyperlite Mountain Gear Southwest... Um, I don't know if it's a 3,400 or if you would say 3,400. That's a good question. I don't know. (laughs) But this is a pack that we purchased last year when we knew we were going to hike the John Muir Trail. We had some um, different packs prior to that, and this would be a more budget-friendly option. We had the REI Flash 55, and we honestly really love that pack. it was so lightweight. The cushion is really nice against your back. The zippers are awesome. You can fit a lot of stuff in it because Mm -hmm. it actually expands, so you can just keep shoving stuff in there and it'll expand quite Mm -hmm. a bit. (laughs) And so that was one that we really loved. But we have been doing a lot of stuff up in Washington and stuff that is some, like, semi-off trail, I would say. It's on trail, but the trails are to sometimes... To be honest with you, okay, so the time that we actually had an issue with the durability of the REI pack mm-hmm. was not off trail. It was very specifically on trail, meaning um, on I slipped... On the Trail, Wait, actually. wait, wait. I slipped and fell on the trail, and the trail actually tore a hole in my Actually, pack. technically, you slipped and fell down to the trail, because we were going up mud, crossing a tree that had fallen no, across I the think, trail. I think the time it ripped was when I felt before that oh. time, when we were just going down a hill so, on the trail. one thing we'll say is Washington is rugged and it will tear your stuff up. <laughs> so it's totally fine also to have this because Molly had a lid to a plate and she just used that to keep things from falling out yeah. of the pack. Uh-huh. And then our mom was awesome. She's a seamstress for us and she sewed <laughs> it up. So that was, that was kind of our issue we were having with it was – Um, the durability when you're in areas that are really like rugged, basically rugged is not the best. And we thought, you know, if we're going to be on the John Muir trail for Mm -hmm. several weeks, the, I wouldn't want to like, I don't know, we don't bring a sewing kit with us. I guess maybe we should, but we just felt like we wanted a pack that was more durable. And then when we got the Hyperlite pack, we actually got rid of our rain covers. So uh, it's not fully waterproof, but it is water resistant and we'll talk about this later but we have all of our important items in stuff sacks so they can't get wet anyways. So currently one hack about this pack is that it never goes on sale. But at REI, you can get a 20% off member coupon, kind of whenever they have their big sales, and you can use it on any full price item. So that's how we got this at a discount. I think I had, I think it was $70 off when I bought mine. Yeah. -hmm. And so you can get a discount. So if you're looking for something that's a little more pricey, I wouldn't buy this if you want to just only backpack a couple times a year, you know, for one or two days. But if you're looking to do a lot of backpacking and you want something that's going to last a long time, this is probably the pack for you. Moving on, we have our tent, the Nemo Hornet two-person, and we did look into the weight because one pound, yeah. 16 ounces was close, mm-hmm. <laughs> but not quite. It's two pounds, five ounces, yes. and so we bought this tent, I believe... 2020. But what was the sale? Um, there was some sort of a sale that we used it on, and then we also used... Rakuten, which is a website that gives you cash back on purchases, Mm -hmm. and so I think we bought it from Backcountry at the time, and we used maybe the Backcountry fifteen percent off like new member coupon, and then we also ordered. I think maybe we got ten percent cash back, so we felt pretty proud of ourselves because the Nemo Hornet plus the footprint. I think we saved at least a hundred dollars on it. Yeah, you want to make sure you also get a footprint because the bottom of the tent, although it is durable, is not (laughs) as durable as a footprint especially, so I would recommend getting a f- especially a footprint. when pitched on river rocks and I would like to say some people just literally use a piece of like Tyvek yeah. wrap as mm-hmm. a footprint so that might be a more discount option I'm not sure the pricing of that so maybe it'd be more expensive I don't know and there's so many options when it comes to tents and mm-hmm. once again the Nemo Hornet it is a smaller one we do like the vestibules so when you put on the rainfly you can stake it out. So we did have enough room to put our hyperlight packs underneath mm-hmm. as well as our trekking poles and our shoes so mm-hmm. that they didn't get wet. But you're going with like the bare minimum when it comes yeah. to space and with our Nemo Hornet, when we upgraded our sleeping Mm -hmm. pads, uh, it got to the point where when we sit up in the tent, our, my head does touch the ceiling. Uh, but we decided, well, we don't spend all that much time sitting in it. And when you're huddled in your tent for warmth on like a bad weather day, you're probably laying in your sleeping bag anyway. So. And one awesome thing about this tent is it's very waterproof. I mean, we've had Mm -hmm. it for three backpacking seasons or yeah, yeah, I think so. Or four. Yeah. And it, has been rained on very heavily it has existed within a mist for days it, it's a really great tent. And it is kind of small, but it is 25% off at Shields right now during the sale. And Shields is a brand that's more popular in the Midwest, mm-hmm. but it is making its way to the West. I think there's maybe a location in Utah at this yeah. point in mm-hmm. Idaho. So you can get that tent for 25% off. And Carrie and I, we generally love to buy our outdoor gear from a company that's going to stand behind its product, especially companies that allow returns after you've used the product. Yeah. Um, my personal opinion is that I am always going to look for a deal and try to save money, but when it comes to my experience in the backcountry, it's literally that your life is on the line. So being able to return a product that's just not working for you with a company that has that guarantee means a lot to us. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if Shields has a guarantee like that, but I would stand behind the Nemo tent as being an awesome tent, and I'd feel comfortable buying it for yeah, 25% off from, from a company, too. even if me I couldn't too. return it after yeah. I used it. And if you get it, and you just set it up real quick and make sure you can fit in it, and you yeah. can, you know, you can <laughs> uh, still return it probably. Honestly. And I will also, I forgot to add this in the intro, but I'm going to try to provide a list with a bunch of links so that people can access this more easily. I feel like sometimes brands spend all their stuff kind of weird so it's kind of hard to find um but you can find that link on the two sisters on adventures page facebook or instagram so the third item that we're going to talk about it's a tried and true it's our black diamond trekking poles and it looks like at rei's memorial Day sale you can get them for 25 percent off the specific type that both carrie and i use are the trailbacks and i found them to be extremely reliable i've been using mine um i think i've hiked you know in the probably range of like 1500 miles with those poles. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I bought them in 2018. They've been awesome. They're not like the lightest weight version, but they are so darn sturdy and we've had friends and ourselves actually using other brands of poles where they've either like bent or the, um, they've started to like slide and you have to, yeah, yeah, you have to like tighten Um, them. (laughs) So this is not a diss at anyone, but I did purchase a pair of uh, poles that were from REI and they the screw would keep loosening and the trekking pole would like so collapse collapse yeah. and that happened to me one time when we were on Half Dome and it ended up being a situation where we were out there for like 18 hours <laughs> when we were not intending to be with a group and the ranger, when I wanted to return my Not trekking pole the ranger, to the, ranger. <laughs> the, employee. the REI employee ranger, <laughs> uh, the rangers of the indoors, the REI employee, REI employee was like, well, you guys should just use your multi-tool and, you know, tighten it up and put it back in. And I was like, no, I'm going to take yeah. advantage of the fact that I can return this item because why would I want to just sit there and tighten it my trekking multi- pole like when it's every, dark outside like every 15 minutes? Exactly. So that would have been upsetting to me. Um, our next item we're going to talk about is another sleeping item. So we have upgraded our pads, and I think you may recall there was a little bit of a (laughs) a friendly discussion over it when it happened. But we have the Thermarest Neo Air X-Lite. I have the regular wide, and Molly has the regular. And I spent a long time trying to decide which size we would want to get because Molly and I are both fairly tall for women. I'm 5'10", and she's 5'11". But we got the regular and not the long, and it fit us totally fine. Mm -hmm. The weights on those, uh, the regular white is about 16 ounces, and the regular is 13 ounces, which I know some people think is way too heavy. But Molly and I, when we first started backpacking, we just got whatever sleeping pad we could find, which is a great way to start. Yeah. And Molly's sleeping pad cost her maybe like $50, and mine cost me, I want to say $30. And um, Molly loved her sleeping pad for a long time, and eventually it just started losing air, so that's why we upgraded but it's one of those things where I went from one that was like 10 ounces to one that's 16 ounces, and I really don't notice the weight difference that much, but I do notice how much more comfortable I am on this sleeping pad. And we're going to have to research ways, like, to sleep at altitude because I hate mentioning so many I times know. how we didn't sleep because I don't want anyone to, like, yeah. get stressed out about that because... You're... However, you know, did you take Benadryl over to try and sleep? Um, I don't remember. All I'm going to say is that... If you're going to lay in your tent awake all night, you might as well be laying on a sleeping pad that's comfortable. And I would also add the thing that we like about the sleeping pad is it has an R value of 4.5. The R value basically tells you how insulated you are from the ground. So when I originally was sleeping outside on my other sleeping pad just about freezing to death, I didn't realize that it only had an R value (laughs) of 1.4, I believe. And that was just not keeping me warm enough. And I was like, Carrie, you're crazy. Like, it's so warm. And I think yeah. my sleeping I'm always, pad... always, like, sweating. It was, like, a 5.5 Yeah, at it's the like, time. really <laughs> high. And we were able to find it for 20% off at Backcountry. Or this could be something you use and your number that's coupon a at c- REI A for. current sale. A current sale. Yep. All the things we're going to be mentioning are sales that are happening, Um, I believe, like, the 20th through the 29th of May 2023. So yep. if it's the future, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. But I would still double check if they're having sales. Cause like I said, they have a ton of sales year round. So the next thing is a real hack. It's our sleeping bag liner. Carrie had recurrent uh, nightmares. You could say uh, not just, or, a, just a wake mare <laughs> about what she would do. You know, once again, we did the trail in September. So, you know, it's going to get cold. It's going to go below freezing sometimes into the teens. And Carrie was just like, how am I going to stay warm at night? So she did a lot of research and she came upon mm-hmm. the sea to summit reactor compact plus Mm -hmm. nice (laughs) (laughs) molly says she can't read my handwriting and we almost had a little argument about it but we never argue so of course we didn't (laughs) anyway uh so i found that that because i actually like i said was freezing to death on my other sleeping pad and i was thinking what i have to do is get a different sleeping bag i have to get a different sleeping bag but i like my sleeping bag because it compresses super well so it doesn't take up much space in my pack but this sleeping bag liner is supposed to be able to add up to 20 degrees of warmth. Do you know how much it weighs? Uh, it's very... Uh, actually, it's like maybe... It might be like 10 ounces. But to me... Okay, obviously, you don't need to add that 10 ounces if it's going to be 100 degrees. Yeah. But <laughs> if it's going to be in the teens, you'll st- start thinking, Huh, I am glad... That I have this. One of our friends would wear it as a scarf sometimes in the mornings as well. So there's <laughs> some stylish fashion uh, o- options out and there. And warmth. And it does look like Sea to Summit is having a sale on its sleeping gear. So you can get a discount on that. Another thing that you can get is pillows. Uh, you may remember that Molly had the genius idea of a bowl pillow, which <laughs> I did not use because I didn't want to. But after that, um, we were just looking for the cheapest things we could get as pillows. I love a very, very flat pillow, and a lot of backpacking pillows seem to have a lot of support, which I don't need. And I actually just got like an REI Co-op sit pad that I use as a pillow. I don't know that I would necessarily (laughs) recommend that. It's kind of bulky, but at the same time, it was like $12, and I don't regret that. And I was targeted on Instagram by climate. They had this promotion where if you, I think you just entered or like gave them your email, Mm -hmm. they would send you the climate v-seat cushion mm-hmm. which it definitely advertised as a pillow mm-hmm. and then when i received it so i didn't have to pay for it i think i just had it's to like pay a pillow shipping. for your behind it's a butt pillow yeah, yeah. It's, it's a sit pad yeah. so i i sleep on a sit pad but it works pretty good because i can always put like an extra jacket or something underneath it to prop my head up if i want to uh the next thing that we put in our packs carrie mentioned it earlier is our stuff sacks And we've used a couple different types of stuff sacks over our years of backpacking, and we really like this option. It's middle range when it comes to weight. You could go more expensive and get an even lighter weight stuff sack, but this one does the job for us at a price that's realistic for us. So we have the Sea to Summit. Evac compression dry bag. And so uh, there's a whole range of sizes. I think anywhere from small to extra large. And what is nice is if you have uh, like an REI or something close by, I actually took my sleeping bag there and and tried stuffing it into Mm -hmm. different stuff sacks. So what we love about these is that they are waterproof and I don't make sure you buy the waterproof because not all stuff sacks are waterproof. Exactly. And these ones, the color that we have is white, so that's something Mm -hmm. you can look into. But it's waterproof, and then it does an awesome job of compressing. It has straps on the sides that you can really ratchet down, and then I have my like wonderful technique of laying on it. Yeah, I'm always compressing, in of it, compressing them while also <laughs> tightening, and we've been able to get our gear like very compact. So and love the stuff one sacs. other thing I would add is I consider this one of my safety items. I'm super serious about being safe in the backcountry because I believe. That in the wilderness, it's your responsibility to keep yourself safe to the best of your respon, like to the best of your ability, right? There's no one who can come and save you, um, really quickly. And one thing that can really affect people is hypothermia. Mm-hmm. And we did meet someone who had met someone on the trail who was concerned she was experiencing hypothermia, and it was because her tent had not been waterproof through the night. And she didn't know that it wasn't waterproof before she went out there. It's one of those variables where I'm like, it really wasn't her fault. But it's one of those things where like, had she had her, her change of clothes in a stuff sack, yeah. that might've helped her a lot. Although, I mean, she still would have been kind of in trouble, but if everything is soaked when you wake up, at least, you know, your daytime clothes could be dried to put on. And so we use our stuff sacks for our sleeping bags, but we also use them for our change of clothes so when we're hiking and wearing our day clothes we have our night clothes in the stuff sack and then uh we even store our clothes in the stuff sacks or in our packs which are waterproof at night one other thing to mention carrie has the honor of carrying the tent in our Mm -hmm. setup and when it is wet during the night, we have not always been able to dry our tent in the morning before we leave. And so one instance, Carrie was carrying the wet tent inside her pack and was really thankful that she had everything in those dry bags because then her sleeping bag didn't get wet from the tent. So these are just things to think mm-hmm. of in advance, especially if you're gonna be in an area where it's going to get at least somewhat cold. Yeah. And I think it's even important to think about if you don't think it's going to get cold because sometimes yeah, honestly. weather happens yeah. in the, you know, when right. it's like when you're, it, it can be some, it can be summer where you are and it's winter in the mountains. You know honestly, what I mean? Yes, even in yes. the summer, the okay. microclimates yes. are crazy. So don't listen to Molly. <laughs> Just always be prepared for safety. I want you all to live. <laughs> and um, gosh, I had one other thing I was going to say, but I don't remember what it was. We did find though that you can get this for 25% off at REI, the Sea to Summit mm-hmm. stuff sack. So yeah. that's a nice deal to take advantage of. Another one of Carrie's many safety items is the bear can. So, if you're going to be hiking the JMT, uh, and in many national parks, these yeah. are often required. And once we bought ours, we just use it anyways. It's a great way to keep all of your food organized, and then you don't have to worry about rodents and other things, even if you're not hiking in bear country. Mm-hmm. So, we, like many people, use the Bear Vault 500. We found it to work well for us. There are certainly. We can carry each about. I mean, I think we can carry what almost nine days worth of food because that's yeah. what we carried from MTR in it. And once again, that's not going to the extent of like crushing everything. Like we are really packing, repackaging to get things compressed as possible. But we're not maybe going to yeah. s- like maybe I, can like fit more. look. I want to have individual goldfish. I don't need to like step on them and then put them in a bag. You know. <laughs> you don't want but the if you do powder. that, that's also a great way to put more stuff in your can. And there are different sizes of bear cans, so you could decide like, oh, I'm never gonna do more than a two night backpacking trip. Yeah and just get a smaller, get a smaller one, one. Yeah. so you just have to research what size and it like. looks like that one is 20 percent off at rei right now the next item that we have actually i'll let molly talk about it because she did all the research good job molly yeah well i don't know if that's a dig at me it's not it's <laughs> yeah not. it's a jet boil and we use the jet boil zip system. And it's funny because when we were going to go on our very first backpacking trip with our friend Shayla in 2020, we went to REI because one of the things that we did not have was a camp stove. And if you've ever been to REI in Oregon in July, you know that you're going to be lucky if you find anything on the shelves related to camp stoves or fuel and fortunately we got like the second to last one and mm-hmm. we really I didn't research it I just found this one. Oh, it I didn't was know the that yeah. I was trying to compliment you <laughs> <laughs> and we love it <laughs> and we knew I knew it was like a I think I could have chosen a larger one but I figured this was a good size yeah. for what we had and I think that the like you know the top line on it is 16 ounces but you can overfill it to probably around 20 ounces mm-hmm. and be okay uh we've loved it and the way we generally do our cooking as we boil water and then we put that boiling water somewhere else. So we don't generally put food or anything into our, our jet boil. We keep it clean. And honestly, there's a lot of different options. We're just telling you which one we have people like the MSR pocket rocket rocket. I've never really used it except for, like, when our friends have been using it. But honestly, we already have the boil, so we're happy with that. And you can get it. It looks like 20% off at Dick's Sporting Goods right now. So the first time that we ever went, not even backpacking, but, like, camping with our own tent <laughs> in just a random way with some friends, we did not even think to bring a bowl <laughs> or mug. We were and I like, feel like I can talk freely about that now, but it was pretty embarrassing at the time. We were, like, sitting around the campfire, and they had made this beautiful meal in the fire, and Kieran and like, oh! We forgot our bowls, but we didn't even yeah, own any Yeah, any like at the that's, time. That's a disclaimer now. So what we have currently is the Cool Grip X Mug and X Bowl by Sea to Summit. The thing that I like about this versus other ones is it's collapsible. Yeah. And I just, it, it takes up so much less space. And I leave them in our bear can at night because before I used to think like, Ugh, I'm probably going to have like a mouse running around inside my cup during the night. <laughs> and that's just gross to me or like bugs crawling in and yeah. out of it. So honestly, it's not like this is the most important, you know, oh, you have to have this style, but it saves a lot of space. And honestly, it's kind of nice to be able to collapse your bowl Mm -hmm. and slide it in one of your outer pockets versus having like a mug or something that either dangles or you have to like, yeah, oh man. And the other thing I'll mention is we did previously own non-collapsible Sea to Summit um bowls with lids and so we do bring those lids with us because in the morning oh wait we didn't bring the lids we use the bear can lid oh Oh, never mind well we used to bring the lid with us and that (laughs) lid was what molly used to patch her hole her yeah honestly but i actually still don't mind bringing the lids if we have more space we just didn't have space what we do is when we make our oatmeal in the morning we'll put it in the bowl and then we cover it so that it can obviously heat up Mm so we've used either a lid or the bear can lid (laughs) to heat it up and the spoon that we use is the human gear go bites uno sport (laughs) and we like that because it's 350 and you can get them in a lot of colors although molly would say yeah do not get the light colored ones i got this teal one and a green one and they were like nice colors and within like one week of using them they were discolored and like all dark and nasty so just get the dark gray or black because Mm -hmm. then you're not going to be able to see all the nasty stuff on your spoon (laughs) yep so our next item that we have and that finishes up our cooking section is our matches and our lighter. Obviously, you don't need to have any sort of specific brand, but... Just don't forget them. (laughs) Just make sure you bring those. We're including stuff that is not necessarily brand specific, but things that you might just want to remember to bring in your pack. And obviously, whatever fuel canister fits with your cooking system. Uh, Another thing that we bring that we love is our Sawyer Squeeze water filter. Now we just have the regular size. It filters out like bacteria, protozoa, um, anything that's really disgusting. It doesn't filter viruses, but it's really lightweight and reasonable. And I do have one warning, which is don't get the mini size because what we found is that that runs so slowly. You'll just be sitting there watching everybody else fill up their water bottle and eat while you're still filtering. (laughs) And so the other thing that we like about the Sawyer Squeeze is that you can backwash it with the little syringe it comes with. And I know some people don't like that because they don't want to carry an extra item, but I've seen some newer water filters that I considered getting where you just shake them to backwash them. And overall the reviews I've read, it seems like it doesn't filter as well from that backwashing because it's not as forceful. However, if you have one of those and you really like it, feel free to let us know because I mean, it's not like we're really looking for a new water filter, but we usually, (laughs) honestly, we do buy a new one pretty much every season because even with backwashing, they do slow down. And I take really good care of it. Like, I bleach it and all that kind of stuff. But it's just one of those things where... I don't know. I like to be able to backwash in the, in the backcountry. And country. I love backcountry water, and I love filtering mm-hmm. water. And it's just like that Sawyer Squeeze has opened the door to us drinking from, like, so many amazing locations. You know Molly. She's obsessed with filtering. And I'm already, like, I'm getting a little teary-eyed just thinking about thinking all of the water men, I'm going to filter this else? summer. <laughs> and one thing that we do also bring along, we bring along some iodine tablets just in case there was ever a sor- some sort of problem with our filter in the backcountry Our mom has been saying, you need to mention this. If you're going to a place where it's cold and might get below freezing at night, you have to put any water filter you bring with you inside your sleeping bag with you. Because when it freezes, it expands the filters and they do not contract after they are not frozen anymore. And then all of that nasty stuff can slip through and get into your water and cause diarrhea. Do not let your filter freeze. (laughs) So anyway, we bring iodine tablets just in case something happens, which luckily nothing's happened yet, but... If it did happen, we've got them. Another product that we are really love. obsessed with. <laughs> we love it. Is our Kanak water filter. That's spelled. Or sorry, water C-N-O-C. bag. N O C. Go ahead. Yes. Uh, so we use the Canoc Vecto, and mm-hmm. I believe it's the two liter bag with a 28 millimeter thread, which you can screw the sawyer squeeze filter yep, right have, onto that They have bag. different sizes threads for and it. carrie she first saw this bag in action when we were on a section hike of the pct in washington yep there was a pct through hiker sundog and she was filtering at the same source as us which was just like this drippy weird little waterfall spot remember yeah oh and gosh so we were trying to put it into the bag that comes with the sawyer squeeze the sawyer squeeze is amazing the bags that come with the sawyer squeeze are absolutely not like they get <laughs> holes in them and they're so hard to it's just it's so hard to fill like this um bag that's not flexible with stagnant water that's really hard to do but the Kanak, it has a wide opening mouth kind of like a water bladder and you can just scoop it in there mm. and then the bottom part is able to just thread onto the actual Sawyer squeeze and so I saw her using that and I was like basically uh taking notes I'm (laughs) going to purchase this item before backpacking. And fun fact, I think that their company is based in Portland. Mm -hmm. So when we bought our first Canuck bag we got it i think one day later and i was like wow that was so yeah. fast and it's because they're hey, based on the west coast and why did we get a second bag yeah so we have two bags right now and that's because when we before we hiked the john muir trail we made a move from oregon back to north dakota so we had a u-haul trailer and we brought like all of our backpacking gear and when we were finalizing and compiling everything to put in that u-haul box and take on the airplane to fly to california we realized with horror that we had left our Kanak Vecto water bag in Oregon. But we realized this how many days in advance? I think it was literally three or two days before we were going to get on the airplane. I think yeah. it was a so Wednesday was like- and we were flying out on Friday to start the trail on Monday. Mm-hmm. So we went into a little bit of a freak out mode because you can't buy this, like you can buy it on Amazon, you can buy it from their website, but like I don't think REI sold it at no. the time. And so we were like, how are we going to get this? bag. Because the shipping was really long. There was literally no way that we could get it to Sacramento before we started the trail. So I was looking and looking and I came upon this company that's based in, I believe it's San Diego and it's called Two Foot Adventures. And so this company is a small- Also with the number two. Yeah, two, number two. So they're small, they're locally based in Southern California. And I saw that they had it in stock, the size that we needed that would thread onto our Sawyer squeeze. So I actually called their location in California. Talked to the nicest people. Like literally they uh you know they were like, well let's go check. We'll make sure it's in stock. I said, I'm getting to California on Friday. I'm leaving for the trail on Monday morning. It's a holiday. Sunday you don't have mail. I was like, I would need it by Saturday. And so they were extremely helpful. They we're like you know what as soon as you make this purchase we're gonna go to the post office ex- right after you do that mm-hmm. we're gonna ship it to you express mail and we literally got it on the saturday yeah. in sacramento before we needed to and it to leave. seems like they really are awesome with those situations because didn't they tell you they'd done something similar for a pct yes. through hiker yep, they were talking a piece of gear mm-hmm. sent to some super remote place by washington. a specific day yeah. in washington and they got it to him, so I just think that they're an awesome company, and we I love have to give to yeah Two Foot Adventures a shout out because if you are going to be hiking a trail in California or really through hiking anywhere in the West Coast and maybe beyond, they are going to work really hard to get yeah. you the gear you need in a timely manner. And I mean, what an awesome company to work with! So mm-hmm. we were really fortunate; they saved our butts there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> On to things that we wear when we're in camp. so Or oh, outside of camp, actually. Just things that we wear. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about camp shoes. So we've been wearing, well, we started out wearing our Birkenstocks mm-hmm. on hikes uh, for our camp shoes. And then we decided it would be nice to have one that actually closed around the foot so that if we wanted to wear it for water crossings or as a swimming shoe, we could do that as well. So Carrie and I both wear pairs of Tevas. But really, you I can... forgot about how we wanted it for swimming. Okay, this is yeah. because a lot of the time uh, places that we would swim in <laughs> <England> <laughs> have like grassy or super rocky shallow bottoms. And I just kept, <laughs> I like do I did not mud. like the feeling of like grass and mud between my toes <laughs> when I'm supposed to be having this really like majestic looking swim. So I forgot. That's why I, I, I wanted them originally. Exactly. But like she was going to say, you can use literally any shoe as a yeah. camp shoe, flip flops. And I would say, you know, people... a lot of people wear Crocs because they're lightweight. And some people leave camp shoes behind to cut weight. And I would just say, bring the camp shoes. Your, your feet are going to be so incredibly Except thankful. Except one, one of our friends bought <laughs> camp shoes midway of the of the John Muir Trail. And as soon as she bought them, the weather turned cold. And I know it was directly related. I agree. So don't do that. Don't turn the weather cold <laughs> yeah. with your purchases. We know it was related. So to bring them before you start the hike. <laughs> and I'll just briefly mention the shoes we wear to hike because we've mentioned them before. I wear the Hoka Speed Goats. And I think it's the fifth version, but I've been wearing them for several years. I like them. And Molly wears Ultras. Yeah, I wear the Ultra Lone Peaks. Yep. So the next thing that we have that um, we really love is for sleeping, we wear the Icebreaker 200 Oasis Crew Top. And that's sold at REI. It's on sale right now. And it's a merino wool shirt. And it's the least itchy shirt we've found so (laughs) far. It has, I mean, it's a tiny bit itchy, but mostly it's not. And we just wanted to select that because it's super breathable. It doesn't stay wet like other things do. It doesn't smell and it's very warm. The next thing, Ella, well, so we have wool sleeping pants as well. Mm -hmm. We bought them on REI and we were super pumped because they were on sale at the time. I think we got them for $19. $19. Uh, But it's the REI Co-op Midweight Tight. And it's a base layer. And this is a pair of pants that, honestly, keep your eye on them. If they're on a great sale, purchase them. Yeah. Because they are so soft. They don't feel like itchy wool at all. Like, I actually want to get more pairs that I can just wear around the house. Molly and I did a ton of cross-country skiing this winter, and we wore them as our base layer. I'd say they're honestly one of my most loved items because they are so soft. And the greatest thing about our sleeping, like, our shirts and our pants is we bought the stuff on sale, and we hadn't worn wool until we hiked the jmt and so we got them on sale and we literally have a matching yeah, nighttime oh, outfits. yeah. And, and we, could... <laughs> we have the same color shirt yeah. same leggings and occasionally Hello, twins. um it was kind of embarrassing when I we know. wore our sleeping clothes yeah. to like you know not on purpose. a communal meal yeah. on the trail people would be like oh you're matching and yeah, i would just mm-hmm. be like head hung with shame yeah, yeah. so <laughs> but we saved like we saved we money. saved actually quite a bit of money <laughs> because the next the cheese t- we got the cheapest shirt in our size. And I think the next one was like 40 bucks more. And we yeah. said, it's it's not worth it to save ourselves the shame when we could save ourselves the money. And match. <laughs> so Molly and I have a pair of, well, we yeah, a pair we share them. <laughs> no, Molly and I each have a pair of smart wool socks that we wear at night. They're also wool. They keep your feet nice and warm. And when it's cold, we wear two layers of socks. Yeah, Our other pair of socks that we have are our darn tough socks. And we usually bring two or three of those to rotate just because sometimes it's, you know, socks when you wear them many days yeah. in a row get kind of crusty. And, and they get wet and as well. Wet. And so it's nice to have a change of pair or it's like a change of socks. And something I'll mention about Darn Tough specifically. Mm-hmm. I didn't know this about the company when I started buying their products, but they have a lifetime guarantee. Yep. So they actually encourage when you. Yeah, they encourage you. So at some point you will get holes in your socks yeah. and they want you to send your socks back to them so that they can basically look at the quality of the socks and then make adjustments in the next version of the sock and so once you buy a pair of darn tough socks you will always have a pair um once they wear out you send them back in and they're gonna send you then uh like a gift card for that same amount so you can buy a pair of socks to replace them which is really cool yeah So as far as shorts, we like to hike in shorts almost exclusively. Uh, I guess we forgot to put this down, but we do each have a pair of long pants that we did end up wearing on the John Muir Trail. We brought them because we knew it might get cold. And those are from Prana, which is P-R-A-N-A. That's right. We're not wearing Prada pants on the trail. We don't even have those. (sighs) But Prana is kind of an outdoor athletic brand that's from the West Coast. And I liked the pants that I wore from them okay, but this summer we actually got a different pair because it comes in long. So we're going to test those out and then we'll let you know how we like them because they seem like they're just going to be pretty lightweight and stretchy. And that's what I'm interested in in my pants. But as far as shorts, we wear the REI Co-op Active Pursuits four and a half inch shorts. And why did I get those? I got those because I went on a trip that was 90 miles long where I was wearing shorter shorts. And, guys, my thighs chafed so bad. Like, I, I cannot even tell you how badly they chafed. I honestly thought that they were going to just, like, fall off. And I think that they chafed themselves until they were concave- because, like, the friction just removed my skin and um, it was not good. So I said, I need a new pair of shorts this upcoming summer. And we looked at a lot. Molly did a lot of research on that. Yeah, and I found a lot of people recommended the Patagonia baggies as the shorts to wear. And so I bought a couple pairs to try but i just didn't like the texture like the fabric was not very they're made um, from like recycled it wasn't fishnets, really right? i know but it wasn't really yeah. flexible like it didn't stretch it was stretchy the fit was weird <laughs> and the rei ones they were super comfy so we love wearing them. yeah those. and they're not they're not as expensive as many other ones also i just put this in here because this <laughs> is just right you don't have to have specialized gear for everything molly and i also brought tank tops that we've worn all over the place yeah. i got mine from walmart for like two dollars one time (laughs) it was in this huge bin and it's kind of heathered so it's like my favorite thing ever you can't see sweat on it it's really comfortable and that was my tank top and my tank top I don't even know where it came from I've had it for years and it's definitely not brand name but it does the job (laughs) so my next uh item that I'm gonna mention as an item of clothing maybe this is my favorite item I love them all (laughs) but it's the women's mountain hardware stretch hoodie and this is the one that we Uh, love let's go Oh, sorry. you are, I was going to interrupt you because I have a favorite item, but it's not this one. My apologies. Continue. Wow. I'm hurt. <laughs> anyway, this item we love because I don't understand how they do it. It's like m- a magic maybe, but it <laughs> cools you when you're too hot yeah. and it warms you when you're cold. And I don't understand it and I can't explain it, it's but a, it's a beautiful such mystery. an awesome item. <laughs> and it's 25% off right now on the Mountain Hardware so- website. Yeah, and so it was nice for a sun shirt because it has the hood and there's a lot of different types of sun shirts you can look into Mm -hmm. and wear, but we've really liked this one. And then it does a good job of keeping you warm as an extra layer when it is cold. Uh, Another Mountain Hardware product that we wear and love is the Microchill 2.0 Zip T Fleece Jacket. And so that's the one. Carrie has a black one. I have like a reddish colored one. It's just this super nice layer. Um, One of my favorite things about it is it's sweat wicking. So when you sweat, especially like if it's colder outside, you'll have a little layer of water on the outside of it because it's actually wicking sweat away from your body and passing it through. So that's a nice quality about it. And Right now there's a certain like one or two colors that are 40% off on backcountry.com which is an awesome deal for that. And then moving on to my favorite item I think I've ever bought, it's the Ghost Whisperer Mountain Hardware hooded down puffy coat. And so I bought mine several years ago, so they've definitely updated the like the style since then, but I've been using it for like five or six seasons. It's done me so well. It is incredibly lightweight. It packs down incredibly small. It great it's great to layer over and it's like I've used it legit in, you know, in snow. So it's very warm and I think that's my favorite item that I've bought. Yep. Um another item that I got last year when I was thinking about the horrifying thing that could happen Called being cold. I got myself a pair of Mountain Hardware stretch down pants. It's got 700 fill down in it and they don't come in talls, which I don't understand why no one cares about tall people, but that's moving on. It is so cozy and warm. And I even wore it on the day that we climbed Mount Whitney because it was really cold up there. And I got a ton of, there was like a group of legit climbers with all their climbing gear on and they were like, look at those puffy pants. Those are amazing. And I've also worn them for a ton of skiing this winter in negative, yeah, I don't know, 30 degree weather. Yeah, And I feel like they pack down so light, so they're n- almost nothing to carry, but they kept my legs super duper warm. 25% off right now at Backcountry. Talking about our raincoats, we had to do a little problem solving because we had initially an REI co-op brand that we loved. But then found that the waterproofing wasn't quite as durable over the long term. So we upgraded last season to the Outdoor Research Aspire 2 jacket.
1: And Uh, it's Aspire
0: 2 number 2. Not yes. Aspire 2 jacket. That's funny. Aspire 2 jacket. <laughs> exactly. Um, it packs down pretty good. We found that it's, at least through its first season, repelled water super well. It's made by Outdoor Research, and currently it looks like it's 25 to 40% off at backcountry.com. So now we're going to talk underwear. Um, okay, so... When we were going to go on the John Muir Trail, I just wanted to to bring a couple pairs along that we could rotate, but I wanted us to be able to wash them and for them to get dry by the time you put them on again. If you've been in the backcountry, you know there's a special kind of torture, which is putting on (sighs) cold, wet undergarments in the morning, and it honestly, (sighs) there's nothing so bad as that. So the brand that we bought was Ex Officio give and go and they have a bunch of different styles that you can wear but those were awesome because we'd wash them in the afternoon whenever we came to like a river crossing and then we just hang them to dry on our pack and by the next day they were ready to go again lightweight breathable loved them a lot yeah one thing you won't hear us mention is our favorite uh bras to wear because (laughs) we don't have yeah those (laughs) i feel like everything's just been bad we have bras yeah we we don't don't have favorites (laughs) <laughs> so um, I'm gonna tell your story, Molly. Yeah, I literally so I brought I brought two bras because I was ex- a little bit excessive on mm, the John Muir Trail, two. and I just had the Nike sports bra and one of my tried and trues, I think just from it was always like wet either like with sweat or from swimming and like it never dried out because I shove it in my pack at night. And, like, halfway through, I think we were at VVR at the time, I looked at it, and there was mildew growing on it, and I was like, Kiri, I don't know what to do, this is my favorite bra ever. I was like, I know what to do, (laughs) throw it away, you've had it for, like, two, a decade and a half, (laughs) and it's lived a good life, and do you want your pack to have mildew? No, No. let's put it in the trash. So, it definitely got put in the trash at VVR, Mm -hmm. and... Goodbye, bra. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, if you have a recommendation, let us know. Honestly. Uh, one more item that I'd like to add is Body Glide is something that we bought. It's something that you can use to reduce um, friction. So if you have issues with chafing or issues with getting blisters, you can use it on those areas. I love it so much. I, yeah. I get issues with my shoulders because any pack I've ever had chafes me on my shoulders. And it's horrible but I just use the body glide every day before I would put it on or at every rest break before I put on my pack. And I don't actually remember having any problem with my shoulders chafing. No, the body glide is a hack for sure. So that's another one. Safety, 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 safety. Don't you love safety? (laughs) Anyway, this is a safety item. First aid kit. Oh, that's not one item. That's a collection of items. You're right. Thank you for bringing that up. (laughs) What do we bring in our first aid kit? And this is not comprehensive. We bring medications like Benadryl, ibuprofen, Sudafed, allergy meds, magnesium, just to help replace that. Molly would get like muscle cramps, but she takes magnesium. And also she feels like it helps her sleep at night. We bring tweezers and antibacterial ointment, bandages, tape. And also hand warmers, which you might say, hand warmers? Hmm, how is that a safety item, Carrie? (laughs) Well, everything's a safety item. Uh, I just honestly think that there are probably scenarios like with that woman who was concerned about getting hypothermia. Honestly, my plan was if we met her, let's just pitch our tent. She can get in my sleeping bag, throw a couple hand warmers with her, see if that helps. Because... I don't know. I just think that there are many times where it could help you on the trail. And I've never actually used my hand warmers, although back when I was freezing to death every night, I would lay awake all night and think, should I just get out my hand warmers? And then I think, that's for an emergency. But I think they say not to yeah, throw don't them. Sleep with them. Yeah, though, don't sleep with them, Yeah, don't sleep with them. Because you might burn yourself. <laughs> but if you're um, in freezing, a situation yeah. where you have hypothermia, you may want to weigh the risks of burning <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yourself with the risks of experiencing hypothermia. So I don't know. Also, we bring Leuco tape, which is something that you can use for blisters it's awesome you can buy it off Amazon and the thing about that is it doesn't rub off and it doesn't come off when it gets wet so it's just like a little bit of tape that you can put over them and it, I with my unbelievable blisters that I've never had before but had on the John Muir trail on my toes I was able to use that and it really really helped me and then you can get I think it's like a Lugo tape like a pre-wrap and so you can just put that on before you put on the Lugo tape so that it's not actually harder on your skin or like pulling on your skin mm-hmm. Uh, Another thing that we have that's kind of part of that, you know, repair kit would be gear aid tenacious tape. And so I've used that when we, you know, pitched our Nemo Hornet for the first time and of course tore it on the river rocks. The Gear Aid tape uh, is perfect for patching that type of outdoor equipment, Mm -hmm. sealing out water, sealing out holes. And I've also gotten several holes in my Ghost Whisperer down coat over the years. And so I've used the Gear Aid tape, the Tenacious tape to patch up those holes as well. And it works awesome. It's a clear tape. And so you don't even know that it's there. And we definitely bring that. As well. So, another thing that we bring is chargers. Uh, my personal favorite charger that I've ever had that I feel holds charges so well is the Anchor 10,000 Power Core, I believe it's called. And oh, yeah. it is just such a nice charger. It's a great size, but it didn't have the USB C charging cap- cable capabilities at the time that we purchased it. So, we went with the Night Core 10,000, I think it's called. And we've already discussed how much we liked using that on the trail because of its USB-C capability. Oh, is there another safety item that you could add to your list? What, another safety item? Oh, my goodness. How could there be another one? Yes, there is. It's the Garmin inReach. So we did not buy a Garmin inReach for our first year of hiking, and we did have an incident that turned out totally fine. Where in the middle of it. I thought to myself, it wasn't me who was having the issue. It was another hiker, and I thought, I didn't buy an inReach because I wanted to save money. And if something happens right now, I'm going to regret that for the rest of my life because I don't have any access to someone coming and helping me. And this is my thing again, right? You have to be responsible for your own safety. But sometimes you also have to be responsible for the safety of others. And I think there are so many stories of people who get injured and then you know, one of their friends has to walk all the way back to the trailhead to try to call search and rescue, yeah. or they have to walk around until they find someone who has a garment Garmin in reach. Mm-hmm. And I just think, um, I know it's expensive, and I'm not going to downplay that, but it's so important to consider not just yourself, but your family members back home and uh, search and rescue people who, you know, put themselves in danger to help us. And I just think, Obviously, they can't get to you right away, but for them to know your location, I mean, that can be the difference between life and death. Yeah. And one thing that we did to save money with the Garmin inReach is we bought ours from Costco. Costco doesn't have the same one that we have anymore. I think it only has the mini version. It's not as cute. It's not as fancy. And it doesn't have as many capabilities. But you can still use the app to text with your loved ones. You can use it to hit SOS. God forbid if you ever need that. But I just would really encourage people to look into that. I'm sure there are other brands that are great, too. I just have had this one for so long that it's one that I really like. And and thinking about just being, you know, a help to other people you meet on the Mm -hmm. trail, there have been multiple instances, like I'm thinking about in Washington, where we met these guys and their spot that they were supposed to meet their ride to be picked up was actually closed by a fire Mm -hmm. and they had no way to even reach out to their ride. And so they actually used our inReach to, to text their ride and let them know and figure out a different pickup point. So it's like, those are the things yeah. where... So sometimes it's not even it. a life yeah. and death moment, but yeah. it's just like a you're in the wilderness. And I love not having to communicate with people, but I think it's a peace of mind thing for people back home. And it's nice to have the option, you know, if you need to talk to someone to just give them that little bit of information. So... We've tried a couple different headlamps over the years. The ones we've been using most recently are the Black Diamond Spot 400s. We like it because it will show you how much battery life you have. There's, like, three different lights that will indicate where your battery life is at. And they take AAA batteries, so we end up bringing a decent number of AAAs with us to have as backup. Um, There are rechargeable versions. And honestly, well... But uh, it's not been worth it to me. Yeah. So, if you don't want to carry batteries, just... Yeah, and the other thing I like about it, I don't think that the Petzl brand does this, but on the Black Diamond, you can actually lock your headlamp so that Mm -hmm. if it gets bumped in your pack, it doesn't turn on and then drain the battery, and I feel like there are probably a lot of instances where my headlamp would have been on, but it can lock and doesn't turn on. And to be honest, uh, (laughs) when we first started backpacking, my mom had got a two-pack of discount headlamps from Kmart, (laughs) and we use those yeah and they were fine mine was great molly's had like some sort of a malfunction where the battery was just yeah. gone all the time <laughs> and these are honestly another safety item so you do want to be sure your headlamp works but you can always buy a cheaper brand and see how that works for you oh did you say you're tired of safety items that's too bad i never get tired of them here's another one <laughs> the katula micro spikes we are obsessed with these uh People sometimes want to get the, like, lower price range yak yak tracks. Mm -hmm. No. Get the micro spikes. They have the nice teeth. They'll Mm -hmm. grip in. We've been on waterfall... Well, we went to a a waterfall hike near Mount Hood in the winter, and the entire trail was just literally ice. And so there were people crawling on hands and knees, Mm -hmm. people butt scooting, and we were walking with those katulas, Mm -hmm. you know, just striding along. Yes. It's, It's a difference maker. Honestly. Get the katulas. And, like... Well, uh, another backpacking trip we did last summer we had to traverse oh my gosh, a, yeah. a very high angle snowfield, not high enough really to warrant the use of an ice axe but a scenario where we were thinking to ourselves do we really want to bring these micro spikes because yeah. they add weight and it's going to be hot out but at the end of the day sometimes it's worth it just throw them in your pack just bite the bullet and add save the extra yourself few a ounces broken leg. and save yourself having to use the sos button on Honestly. that garmin Um, And also when I keep talking about safety, I just have to say when I was in college, one of my professors, uh, she worked in the lab and she said, I love safety and I hope someday all of you love safety as much as I do. And at the time I was like, that's a weird thing to say. You're very weird. (laughs) But at this time, I think I love safety as much as she did. Maybe more. (laughs) Yeah, probably even more. You can't compete with my love of safety. I love safety, but I also love savings. Oh, Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) That was really (sighs) (laughs) good. I love safety, but I also love savings. savings. (laughs) (laughs) So this is just a quick going through of some things that we've found that are great when you buy them on a budget. Once again, you can buy any of these items budget. Just try them out before you go out there. Make sure that they're still safe, right? You want to make sure things are waterproof. You want to make sure things aren't going to fail you. Um, but always bring, you know, backup to help you. Like, bring some duct tape maybe for your tent if you think it might get torn. You know, that kind of stuff. But we've already talked about our our choice of a slightly more budget our Flash 55 pack from REI, which I am going to preface, it's still kind of expensive, but backpacking packs that are lightweight are very expensive. I know there are a lot of people who are super happy with like Osprey backpacks and all that kind of stuff. So just find what works for you. And if it's really cheap and it works really well, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, we also just want to emphasize like sleeping pads. You can get anything you want to get started. If you're just going to be out there a couple nights a year, yeah. who cares? You can survive <laughs> anything, you <Yeah>. know? <laughs> so just get whatever works for you. Um, another item that I would say is a very well-loved and treasured item for me is a hairbrush um I cannot go without a hairbrush I have tried I've wanted to go without a hairbrush but my hair is it just the vibe of it is insane person with just like a matted nest <laughs> atop their head the birds were trying to live in it the mice <laughs> thought it was their home and so Didn't i did you have to cut some of your own hair off after our first- i thought i was gonna have to but after like hours of conditioning <laughs> i decided that it would be okay so i went to amazon and i ordered just this super cheap little circular compact folding hairbrush with mirror and because I'm ultralight (laughs) I won't sacrifice safety but I will sacrifice the mirror that was on the handle and I broke that right (laughs) off and so basically I felt like I was floating. Uh, I'm gonna include my sleeping bag in the budget section because it was a deal. I got my sleeping bag um, at Sierra Trading Post. I got the North Face Cat's Meow and it's a synthetic fill sleeping bag i got a tall so it fits my 511 frame nice and snug and something interesting is i think that they've kind of redone the cat's meow because i actually got a different one last year but it weighed more Mm -hmm. so you have to do a little bit more research into exactly what weight and what fill you want Mm -hmm. i've been super happy with my cat's meow that i bought back in 2018 and thinking of things like Sierra Trading Post, you can always peruse and see what they have. They might have something that works awesome for you and you don't have to spend as much money. And I have the Kelty Cosmic Down 20 and I would also include that under budget because at the time you could buy it for well under $200. I think it was under $150. I'm not sure exactly what the price is now. They may have made some upgrades or not. Like I said, it's been like five years since I bought this thing. So... Just buy what works for you. A lot of people love REI brand ones. Just make sure that the rating is low enough. Like, if you buy one that's rated for 30 degrees, you will probably be cold at 30 yeah. degrees. So, I would just always say, err on the side of caution. And if you're a cold sleeper, especially if you're a woman, buy, like, at least a 20 degree one. Because if you're too hot, you can always unzip the foot box. You can unzip the sides. Or you could just sleep in your liner, your sleeping bag liner, yeah. honestly. But... Don't just say, "Well, I'm going to get the 50 degree because yeah. it's only going to mm-hmm. it's going to be 40 degrees when I'm outside at night because you'll probably be very cold." And know that if you buy a women's brand sleeping bag, it does have more fill than the like men's version because women do tend to sleep on the cooler side. Also something that I never knew before I really looked into it because I was afraid of being cold (laughs) is that the ratings of sleeping bags are based on sleeping on an R value of a sleeping pad of I believe six or seven. Yeah it's wild. Those are the kind of sleeping pads that you do not find on sale typically like um like on discount because they're like mountaineering pads. So be realistic if it says that it's comfortable until 20 degrees that means until 20 degrees under perfect conditions and if you're not in perfect conditions like oh I don't know you're sleeping on a very thin sleeping pad with a very low r value yeah you should probably choose to buy one that's going to be a little warmer I feel like if I would have bought a 15 degree or even a zero degree I might have been happier but at the same time I have my liner now so I'm the happiest little (laughs) lady in the whole world Another budget item is our toothbrushes. <laughs> uh, sometimes I buy a pack for six for $1. <laughs> and sometimes we just use the free one that we get from the dentist. We also use the free little tiny toothpaste that we get from the dentist. So there you can save on your oral health And care. that's because after the toothbrush has been in the bear can for a, a week, it like mm, takes on the bear can smell. Does. And I'm not using that toothbrush again. Nope, I'm throwing in away. I don't need to take that home with me. <laughs> we also use flossers, which are disposable just because we do not want to put our hands in our mouth so we could bring floss but meh we I are yeah, luxury girls. I am too disgusted by the fact that I cannot actually wash my hands and then I do not want to actually have to floss with floss. So the flosser lets me keep my fingers outside of my mouth. Which another item that she brought up hand Cleaning sanitizer. your hands. We bring hand sanitizer we bring wilderness wipes to clean ourselves off Um, Molly prefers hand sanitizer to hand sanitizing wipes. I kind of prefer the sanitizing wipes because I I like like them both. I I like to rub them on my hands. (laughs) But uh, hand sanitizer is a lot more convenient and there's no waste, which is nice. Another thing that we bring are poop kits. So when we say that, we not only mean our trowel, which I guess this, I don't know, it could or couldn't be a budget item. It depends on how you go. We use the, um, the, (laughs) I can't remember the name. It's the Deuce number 2 Ultralight. We like that because it's a lighter one. You'll remember we used to use our garden travel, so that's an option, too. It's not as lightweight, but if you already have it, it's technically free to you. <laughs> uh, but in our poop kits, we include, like, any wipes or anything we want. And if it's a shorter backpacking trip, we'll bring our toilet paper already torn into squares. But we also bring Ziploc bags because we are really firmly believers in Leave No Trace. Toilet paper does disintegrate, but it takes a long time. I don't like to find it on the trail, you don't like to find it on the trail, so we will have a couple baggies that we can put our dirty toilet paper into and then we seal those in another Ziploc bag. And we've never had an issue with it and I'm honestly pretty happy with that. Another thing that we bring that we already had, didn't have to buy, are our hats and then our beanies. So you can choose whatever type of a brim hat you wanna use for sun protection. And then we always bring a beanie as well just to have that for warmth. Uh, And lots of times you end up sleeping in it at night, so it's a nice thing to have. Another thing that we like to think about is sun uh, protection. So that would be sunscreen, chapstick, and sunglasses may as well protect your eyes from the sun because it's bright in the Sierras, you know? So it's just nice to be able to pop your sunglasses on. Another thing that you need to bring and you don't always think of is your permit. So uh, if it needs to be printed out, make sure to have it with you and put it in something waterproof. Or lots of places you can also have your permit on your phone. So if you have a permit that's required, don't forget to bring it with you. Mm-hmm. Another thing to think about, especially if you're going hiking in July, which is the prime time for mosquitoes. We bring mosquito spray. One time we brought, what, two cans to a one-night backpacking trip. Oh, my gosh. And we honestly used both of those cans. And it was funny because in the morning, Molly was kind of, like, freaking out about the mosquitoes. And I was like, just relax. Put on some Uh mosquito spray. She was like, no, it's all gone. (laughs) And so that was quite an interesting day. And another thing that we used to think we're nerdy, and now I guess we're, you know, nerdy enough (laughs) that we don't care is headnets. They're not cute, but... Oh my goodness. You know what's not cute is spitting bugs out of your mouth, being Flies eaten Flies just like mercilessly biting yeah, you in the face. Yeah, yeah. So headnets, those are awesome. You can buy them REI. You can buy them in a lot of different places and a thousand percent they are worth it. Um, so on the JMT we use smart water bottles. Otherwise we would bring a bladder. So just make sure you have something to contain the clean water that you want to drink. And finally, we always bring a couple gallon-sized Ziploc bags that we can keep our trash in, just because if you, you know, cook your food in the bag it comes in, I feel like a lot of the time they don't seal super great, and they can't be compressed and sealed, but you can kind of compress them down, seal them a little bit, put them in a Ziploc bag, don't have to deal with the smell. And we also like to bring paper towels, and that's just because I'm also super-duper Leave No Trace, which, if you don't know, Leave No Trace is basically just... Um, a set of rules or guidelines for when you're in the back country to help ma- uh, maintain kind of the pristine wilderness feel, and minimize your impact. Yeah. And so we bring paper towels because we're not going to like rinse our cups and bowls in the water because when I'm filtering, I don't really need like a chunk of mountain house food <laughs> oh floating gosh. by. One of our friends told the story about a guy who like <laughs> straight up dipped his mountain house into the water and there was a ranger right there and she didn't even notice, but that's neither here nor there. So it's just one of those things where I think that it's, It's a great option because it can dry out your bowls and cups so that they don't have like weird, like murky hot chocolate sitting in (laughs) them the next day, but you also don't have to dump it out on the ground. Thanks so much for listening to this special episode of the Two Two Sisters Sisters on Adventures podcast. podcast. Uh, We know this was a very exhaustive list of what we get, so... I hope that if you're driving, it didn't put you to sleep. (laughs) But I just think that if this can help anybody kind of narrow down their decision making on gear, that'd be awesome. And if anybody saves a little money and gets a deal, that'd be even better. I love, we love safety and we love savings. savings. (laughs) (laughs) We did it. (laughs) So anyway, thanks so much for listening. Uh, don't forget about the giveaway and even if the giveaway is over, feel free to follow us on Facebook or Instagram at Two Adventures with the number two, especially because I'm going to be trying to compile a list of links that take you to these items. Some of them they no longer make, but, uh, hopefully it'll take you to a similar item. So have a great day and we hope you'll listen out to our Thursday episode, which will be a little bit more of a return to a normal format where we talk about our experience at VVR and after leaving BBR. Bye!